Today on the Marshall Probe Podcast, we're going back to 1987 with our friend, the Swedish rocket, Stefan Johansson, and the Austrian Grand Prix held at the Osterreich Ring, a circuit known for its speed, its beauty, and its period-correct approach to safety, meaning it was non-existent. The 1987 event where Stefan was driving for McLaren Racing as teammate to Alain Prost is one you would rather forget. Unfortunately, the cartoon anvils were raining from the sky, starting on the opening day of practice, where our man was nearly killed. The travails continued throughout the event, a poor qualifying session after needing a spare car built up overnight in mercurial and miraculous fashion by the McLaren crew, followed by more pain, more misery on race day. It's a good thing Stefan has a proper sense of humor because without it, he might not have made it through the weekend in 1987 at the Osterreich ring, as he tells us here on the Marshall Pruitt podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. Million miles an hour, incredible view, idyllic. If I were to say a classic racing story, not a classic because it was fun. No. What was that like, mate? Because when you're going those speeds in a Formula One car with a thousand plus horsepower, yeah. and you have a four-legged creature that's decided to interrupt your life running across in front of you, set the scene. What is that like? It happened so fast. The signal didn't even go from my head to my brain to my brake to my foot, you know, before. I mean, I just, you know, there is a lot of blind corners. You come yep. over this brow or you just aim, you know, you, when you see the Marshall post, you pull it to the right, but you keep your foot down, you know, and we're already doing 300 Ks plus, you know, going over the hill there. And this little deer is just standing in the middle of the road. Which is shocking, really, that you know, no yellow flags, nothing. I mean, this thing had been walking around there for five minutes already. And got they didn't stop the session. No one. I mean, it's just the way it was back then, you know. I mean, it's just crazy, really, if you think about it today. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, luckily it hit, just clipped the, the, the left front suspension. Because it, it, caught in the middle, it would have just taken my head off, you know. For sure, because the force is just, although it was a very, quite a small deer, it's a big, it was only, you know, two, two three, and a half three, feet yeah. high, maybe three feet. But still, that's a 30, I don't know the exact weight, but 30-pound yeah. object, 40-pound object. I mean, it ripped the whole front suspension out of its mount. I mean, it was just four gaping holes where the pickup points were in the, in the top, you know. And then everything just followed, you know, and then it took the side part and the left rear out as well. So I had no brakes, no steering, and doing about 300 clicks, you know, and then you end up in the wet grass on the outside, because it was morning, it was still dewy, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and I mean, just, you know, the, it's almost better like at Indy, when you, when something goes wrong, it goes whoop, whoop, crash, like in a second, you know, you're in the wall, but here you had like probably five, six seconds before you actually hit anything, and you know it's going to be a tr- massive accident, you know, at that speed. So I, I had time to pull the steering wheel out and just kind of pull my legs up and try to, you know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and luckily it turned right at the last moment, so it backed into the wall, you know, but it was a big shunt. Broke three ribs, um, you know, but in the circumstances, that was obviously, you know, kind of a result almost, you know. 
but it certainly gave me the shits. I mean, it's probably one of the actions that really, really gave me the shits because you have so much time to think about it, you know? We talk about you, you know, qualifying at Monaco with 1,500 horsepower and how everything in your mind slows down to slow motion to deal with that. Mm. Is that same thing happening here once you recognize what's about to happen? Yeah, I mean, once you know it's going to be, I mean, yeah, then you, you know, like I said, when you, when it just goes boop, boop, and then bang, you know, then it's fine. But when you, when you have several seconds, you know, and several seconds is a lot of time in a circumstance like that. You have a lot of time to think about, you know, that this is going to be a big shunt. It's like when you lose your brakes in some tracks, you know, uh-huh. and just that this, you know. But anyway, so the car was totally destroyed, obviously, but we managed to get a new one built up. And then uh, I did the rest of the weekend, although in massive pain from broken ribs, you know, but uh, managed to wrap it up and tape it up and do whatever we needed to do for the race. And then So almost die with a deer hitting the car, chassis destroyed. You're busted up. You're strapped up, con- wanting to continue to race. Some might have said, "Well, I don't know if I believe in in God or not, but maybe He just sent me a message that I should choose another career." You're a crazy bastard. So that never occurs to you, of course. No, I mean you don't even think about that. Do you take time. shots or something to try and numb the pain, or do you? Grit no, your teeth? actually, we had this do- Willie Dongle, who was yeah, the yeah, doctor yeah. for the team. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's like an expert in reflexology, so he, you know, he kept doing working on my feet to dull the pain and uh, and it actually worked quite well uh, and even on the grid you had to put took my shoes off you know and and hit those pressure points and I remember I was like three feet off the ground you know just uh-huh. in excruciating pain but it did hold up for about I would say about 45 minutes and then it started you know and in then, a race that lasts yeah. an hour and a half to two hours yeah but the race I think we stopped anyway for mechanical issue because I remember the Ron was doing the the paddle and he got a bit eager so he pulled the paddle before the one of the mechanics had pulled the wheel gone out mm-hmm. so the you know anyway long story short the wheel came off on the lap out so I had to crawl back to the pits on three wheels so it was just one of those weekends it was an absolute cluster the whole weekend because we I was involved in that start crash as well yes I know so I, I had to switch to the spare that, another spare car you know like chassis question. number three you must have thought yeah. someone was out to get you that yeah it was step. it wasn't a good weekend we should have just stayed home I think it would have been better but it's just the way it works sometimes and so you are in one of the rarest things that we've seen in Formula One, a deer strike that luckily deer didn't hit in the center. Yeah. Um, you're in. You're worn out, beaten up, and then we have one of the two or three biggest start crashes ever at the yeah. same time. What? Yeah, it's I mean, massive. At least from your viewpoint, are you seeing all the mayhem about to take place? Or? No. I mean, when that happens, it happens so quick. You can't even. You know. You know, it just piles up. I mean, you know, if you have time to think about it, you can probably avoid it. But it just, you know, it's, it's just a chain reaction, you know, and there's absolutely nowhere to go, nowhere. I mean, you, you know, by the time you hit the brakes, it's already too late, you know. This is just the weekend of cartoon anvils yeah. for you. Yeah. So what I want to know, and it, I guess it's, it's a fairly insensitive question, but knowing that 
PETA and some of the other animal rights groups tend to be very active. Do you get any letters or anything afterwards calling you a deer murderer? What, uh, I don't think in those days, uh, you know, it wasn't quite a political correctness wasn't okay. quite as a big an item as it is today. You know, I mean, things happen, you know, it wasn't malicious. I mean, it was certainly not something that, uh, you know, anyone did on purpose by any means. So, you know, could have been a suicidal deer for all. Yeah, long. well, exactly. You never know. After surviving a near-death experience on Friday, the need to qualify a backup car while in immense pain on Saturday, and wheels falling off and start line crashes aplenty on Sunday, the final bit of punishment was delivered to Stefan, who soldiered through the event, made it to the checkered flag in seventh place. Back in 1987, Formula One paid points through sixth place thanks once again to listening to the marshall pruitt podcast brought to you by cooper tires and the justice brothers all 800 plus episodes are available for your enjoyment at marshallpruittpodcast.com along with every conceivable way to subscribe